breaking down all the plays and getting you in the action. We've got you covered all season long. Welcome to the BCSN Nation podcast powered by Marco's Pizza. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome in to season two, episode number 15 here on the BCSN Nation podcast powered by Marco's Pizza. We are just about ready to put a bow on the 2023 high school football season. So as we get into today's episode, Justin, why don't you look back at this season and give me a rating one out of 10 for this season. All right, I'm always thinking there's more out there, so sure. I can't give it a 10. I'll give it an 8 out of 10. Whiteford in the state championship game, we'll talk about that. Central Catholic in the state championship game, we'll talk about that. Ottawa Hills, a little bit of a surprise. 11 wins, yes. the best uh, win total in, in season in program history. But I would have liked to have seen a little more playoff success out of Perrysburg, Whitmer, Southview, St. John's. St. John's throughout the regular season as well. So that's why I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. Always room for improvement. Of course. All right. I like it. Mike Rob, what you got? Hey, you know what? Uh, I'm going to go with a 10 out of 10. Oh. You know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm always... Uh, one up in them. All right. Hey, look, hey, look, you know, one and a half up in there. You know, uh, the, the main <laughs> thing is, you know, you, you got to see Lima Senior play in a city league and, and win a city league title. You know, you you got to see this new NLL league that everybody's been talking about and, and how well it's going to play. You got to see the Toledo teams playing the Detroit Catholic League, which was a pretty interesting thing to see. And it'll be very cool to see now that basketball season yes. amongst us because uh, I think that's going to get fun. But more to, more so, um, I think we saw a lot of uh, players step up that we didn't expect to step up. We saw a lot of coaches, you know, uh, step up in ways that they haven't done before. Stephen Adams winning coach of the year. I mean, a lot of good things happening here in Northwest Ohio football. So I'm. I'm grateful for it. All right. I like it. Man, it has been an incredible season, and we're almost over. So we're going to break down some things coming up on today's episode and in today's episode. We're going to be talking about Whiteford, like Justin alluded to. Their state championship game happened this past week. We're going to recap that. Also, we got the Division Three state championship game with Central Catholic and Bishop Watterson coming up this Friday, 3 p.m. in Canton, live on BCSN. We'll talk about that here coming up on the show. We're also talking our favorite moments from the season, our Friday Night Warriors, a little mm. uh, different take on what we do with basketball, first-team all BCSN taking a little bit of a, a different take with basketball and football here. We're also talking a game of the week preview, talking about basketball coming up here and much more on today's show. Make sure you tune in each and every week to the BCSN Nation podcast powered by Marco's Pizza Wednesdays at 4 p.m. on BCSN. And also remember, you can listen to us throughout the week on our audio podcast platforms on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and always on bcsnnation.com slash podcast. And make sure you check us out on our social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at BCSN Sports for daily content. If you miss us on Sports Nightly, you can always check us out on our social media for content over there. All right, let's get it rolling here. We're going to go and we're going to talk about Michigan. We got Whiteford in the state title game for Division 8 last week at Ford Field. Didn't go the way of the Bobcats. They were held to a season low 60 rushing yards against Ubley. It was a 7-6 game at the half. But unfortunately, there in the second half, Whiteford not able to get anything going. Ubley had double the time of, pers- of uh, possession in that game over Whiteford, and they took that win. Final score, 21-6. to So, Mike Robb, looking at this game that we had last week with Whiteford, let's just recap it. How did that game go? How was the season for Whiteford this year? You know, it was a, an amazing season. I mean, you had a coach that go 29-1. and one, You yeah. know, uh, I mean, that's just unheard can't of. Complain. <laughs> you know, you, you can't complain because you didn't get it done in the game, the one that mattered. 
You know, um, and I think this is something that's going to sting. It's going to sit for a while with this uh, white for football team. They're going to have a pretty charged up offseason because this is a team that avenged their loss in the state championship last year. So there's a rivalry being built right now. And um, and I think for this young football team, they've got to experience the success. They got to experience defeat. And you need that in order to be able to compete at the next level to be able to take your game to a higher higher point. So, uh, you know, although it's a little bit salt on the wound here for Whiteford, I believe that this is a loss that's going to help them continue to win more championships. Yeah, and knowing what Coach Todd Teakin said prior to the game and seeing some pregame interviews with not only him but some of the players, they knew it would be tough. I mean, a state championship game mm-hmm. should, by definition, be a close and, and difficult and tough contest and they just didn't come up on the right side of the scoreboard after beating that same team the previous year. I mean, 27 wins in a row is something to be very, very, very proud of, and they challenged themselves. It's not as if they just played the same teams over and over again and beat you know teams that were totally inferior. They challenged themselves and then uh, dominated in some respects in, in the postseason run, but he knew that this was going to be a tough running game and they were going to stop the run. If both of these teams focus primarily on the run, their offense is based on the run game. Whiteford throws a little, the ball a little more than than Ubley did. But, I mean, you said it there in the second half. I mean, they just shut them down. You, you score zero points. A goose egg in the third and fourth quarters combined. The, the one touchdown, freshman Trey Eitner at 100 to bar for a touchdown. Uh, it was a 15-play, 99-yard yes, drive. Yeah. So when you do that, you got a little juice, a little momentum. Yeah. But credit to Ubley and saying that they just found a way to stop them consistently after that 99-yard drive. And then hats off to Todd Deacon uh, coming off our reigning BCSN uh, Honors Coach of the Year. And I appreciate when coaches, and it was pretty indicative, it was easy for him to say, hey, the better team won. I mean, they showed it, they proved it on the field over the course of four quarters at Detroit's Ford Field. But still, uh, again, for for Whiteford to do what they did, and then the seniors, we all know that this is a large senior class, or at least a a senior class that has been very impactful, not only this year and last year, the state championship appearance teams, but all from their freshman, sophomore, junior, and senior, some of the seniors on this team played 50 high school football (sighs) games, 5-0. And think about this, in Michigan, you only play nine regular season season games, not 10 in, in Ohio. So nine times four You'd play 36 games if you're a, a freshman varsity player. So they played 14 more. They basically played five seasons of football Man. in four years. So uh, hats off to Whiteford and all they accomplished. Absolutely. And taking a look at <clears throat> some comments that uh, the head coach, Tatikin mentioned after the game there, he was saying that some of his players were coming up to him after the game and apologizing, just saying, sorry, we couldn't get it done. And coach responded to them saying, I'm sorry that I can't, coach you anymore you know just Mm. to have that connection with your players talking about the amount of seniors that are going to be graduating out of this microb I mean to have that kind of connection with your team it goes a lot farther than just football yeah absolutely you know and then being a former head coach I got to see a couple of my guys this past weekend Bryce Mitchell and Ralph Perryman and and just talking to them and just having off football conversations you know uh, it take them years to come back and say how much they appreciate you you know but when you're under a program like Whiteford you understand the appreciation right away because what they're doing is special over there. You know, this is a football town. Um, and, and for Coach Tekin, he is a humble guy. Justin said it. He's extremely humble. He cares about his programs, and he can care less about any accolades that he deserves or he gets because you want to give it back to your players, and, and you want them to feel like they they made the program because 
those will be the kids who graduate from that school that will come back for their reunions and, yeah. and have special things to talk about. So it's a special relationship between a coach and um and a player, but more importantly, the life lessons are what matter the most. Absolutely. Well, congratulations on yet another successful season from Whiteford. It didn't go as far as they had hoped, but still a really great season. All right, let's talk about another team that's going to the Division Three state championship game this Friday, 3 p.m. in Canton, live on BCSN. You guys can watch that game live on BCSN Friday at 3 p.m. We got Central Catholic and Bishop Watterson. This is going to be a very good game to take a look at. Central Catholic, I believe five overall state titles, but they've never won a back-to-back state title. So it's going to be interesting to see if they're able to run it back this week and this year. They got a big win over Chardon last week, 35-7. to That was a... Very, very strong showing. And we'll talk a little bit about a specific play here coming up on our clip of the week. But Mike Robb, I mean, when looking at that game, they just performed so well and really looked like they're absolutely on their way to try and run for another state title here soon. Uh, Is it preseason or week one? Uh, Because I believe that's what I said at the beginning. It is. That Central (laughs) Catholic was not going to lose a game this year and that they will run to the state championship. I said they beat Chardon by by four touchdowns. And I think they did, you know, um, because Central Catholic has just been that dominant. When you look at Central Catholic in, in the past two weeks, they played Tiffin Columbian, who also played Chardon, where Central Catholic, I mean, those two teams played each other where the score was 49 to 50. I don't see anybody putting that kind of points up on a Central Catholic defense. No. And, and you saw that there, you know, those teams combined for less than 14 points when they almost put up 100 points on each other. You know, so uh, you, you always take the under versus the team that's playing to play against the Central <laughs> Catholic. Uh, but more importantly, this is a program back in 2012 and 13. They had a chance to go back to uh, go back to back where uh, the, the Central Catholic played Clyde at uh, Bowling Green and lost to Deshaun Kaiser from the ball on the one yard line. And uh, season ends and then Clyde goes and gets crushed by Trotwood Madison by like 50 the next week. And then the following year, Central Catholic go and win and beat Joe Burrow. So uh, they had a chance to go for a three-peat. They almost had a two-peat. But now this is a true, true legitimate chance, uh, especially in Division Three, going down to this level and seeing against uh, the talent that they're going to have to. I mean, Don Purcell, the defensive player uh, who, who's getting a lot of knowledge and recognition, who's uh, up for Mr. Football, or uh, Bishop Watterson, I think he's going to have his hands full trying to stop all the talent on the Central Catholic football team. Yeah, Dominic Purcell, future Navy midshipman. He's yeah. recruited to go there, and he's been – Dominant and coach Greg Dempsey told me earlier this week when we did some pre-game interviews with him for for BCS and Sports Nightly, he said that he is a playmaker across the board. He can uh, run coverage and stop the run. He can drop back and cover receivers or tight ends. Uh, he is just fantastic. More than a hundred tackles uh, this season, so he is definitely a guy that you have to prepare for. Where a quarterback comes to the line of scrimmage, okay, where is that linebacker? I got to know where he's going to be based on what play call we're going with. Uh, But both of these programs have four state titles in the modern era and the playoff era. Uh, Mike Robb alluded to 2012 and 2014. They also won in 2005 and then last year, of course. So four state titles under Coach Coach Greg Dempsey. He's been there for 24 years. So, I mean, think about that. Just do the math. If he wins again this Friday at 3 o'clock on BCSN, He'd be at five over the course of 24 years. That's one every five years and a little less than that. So Mm -hmm. uh, credit to him. But they've beaten Bowling Green, Defiance, Mansfield, Senior, Tiffin, Columbian, and Chardon over that time span in those playoff games. They've scored 35 to 42 points, so pretty consistent there. And then they've allowed seven points, 26 points, 10 points, six points, and seven points. So they are, are doing 
well on both sides of the ball offensively and yes. defensively and you'll see as you mentioned in our clip of the week doing well on special teams as well but I think uh, defensively Central Catholic has, has thrived on interceptions thrived on tight coverage and then quarterback sacks uh, Mike Cannings has done a great job in, in getting past the line of scrimmage beating his man one-on-one or in case in some cases some double teams to get to the quarterback to shut down the running game so uh, I think that this will be a test. And Coach Craig Dempsey said, yes, going from Division two to Division three, everybody has said, okay, it's going to be easy. And he makes it clear. It, it, it's not easy. You're right. taking everybody's best shot. Yes, I think everybody understands that the caliber of competition is down a degree as compared to last year. They had some battles against uh, Kings Mill Kings, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. had some battles against Avon and Avon Lake over the last few years and in Division in the two. State championship. Open in the state championship. So, uh, you know, and also keep in mind, yes, players have been there, done that from Central Catholic's roster, but not in the way in which they were getting the prominent roles. Every high school has senior classes and they graduate. Braden Nall is now playing at UT, yep. 91, 92, 93 yard yep. INT pick six. He's not on the team anymore. So you're talking about the bright lights. These are the brightest lights in the state championship in Canton, Tom Benson Hall of Fame Stadium. So it's going to be a new experience. Yes, some of them have been there, done that. But when you got Bishop Watterson, hasn't been there in a while, they're gung-ho. It's a yeah. state championship for them as well. So don't think that it's just going to be a cakewalk. I think that this could be a solid game. I think deservedly so. Central Catholic has been number one in the state since the rankings came out. They should be the favorite. But don't be surprised if this is a ball game. I won't be surprised, and I don't think it's going to be a ball game. Oh, okay. I, All think, right I mean, okay. hey, hey, I'm just saying personally, I, just looking at this team and how they performed and, and just, you know, yeah, you got one player that's really special. But that offensive line? Yeah, I hear you on that. And let me bring up one more element that plays into what you're talking gotcha. about. Rain. It is possibly uh, expected to yep. rain okay. it's a Wednesday now. So we got forecast can shift. As we know, we live in Ohio. So um, <laughs> when you got a passing quarterback who's thrown for 3000 yards on Bishop Watterson side, yep. passing games get shut down when it rains, yep. yes. running game and offensive line lead to victories in the mm. rain, but you got to hold on the ball either True. way, Absolutely. either way you got to hold on the ball, fumbles and turnovers, major roles in big championship games. But if the forecast remains rainy, depending on what degree of rain, I'll be on the sideline shooting the game, so I hope it's not awful. <laughs> Better bring your raincoat. Yeah. <laughs> I, hate, I hate shooting in the rain, but I'll do it for the viewers, BCSN, and Central Catholic fans. I'll, but I'll uh, say this. Who, who's the best quarterback you've seen this year? I mean, Ryan Montgomery. What did he do versus Central? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just I'll saying in, yeah. in a sense of Central's seen some of the best quarterbacks already. Yeah, and, and that was week one. That was yeah, 15 and, weeks ago. Yes, and, and and I just I got a feeling that if you're trying to throw the ball on Victor Singleton and, and, and Kevin Arnold and those dudes, you're going to have a hard time because no one has been able to do it effectively. All right, well, we're going to find out. We got to move on. Yeah, we got to go uh, quickly here. <laughs> we got to get rolling. Hey, we got good stuff. We do got good stuff here on the BCSN Nation podcast powered by Marco's Pizza. Coming up, we're going to talk our clip of the week.
All right, welcome into our clip of the week here on the BCSN Nation podcast, powered by Marco's Pizza. The clip of the week brought to you by Renewal by Anderson. Talking about Central Catholic, we'll briefly go over this right here because Central Catholic, they're able to get it done through the air, on the ground, and on special teams as we take a look at this clip right here. The very first play from last week against Chardon. Just watch. We got number five, Marvon Greenlee. Guess who? Taking it to the near side. Make that seam right easier. there. Always got two blockers. Oh, he ain't oh, want to tackle. That ain't gonna happen. Now it's there's no one it. on the backside. No one from the far left side covering on the backside. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. Yeah, just, just pure speed right there. I mean the kick. They try to cough and kick him, put him in a corner. But again, look at these guys on the right side of the field. I mean, you, you getting yourself outside of a block. Kevin Arnold with a nice block right there by yes. the pursuit. And then just take a look here. That tackle right there is not going to get it done. But no. look at look at the speed of Greenlee. He's outrunning the rest of the pursuit. Uh, <laughs> he's out here taking care of business. I mean, that's a, that kid is special, and uh, and this is why special, Central Catholic's so good because they can hurt you in all three phases. Yeah, the, the four exactly. guys. He could have handed the ball off to three of his teammates, <laughs> and they could have scored the touchdown too there in the last ten yards. Yeah, so no one's there. Yeah, good for them. That's. Uh, they're all so many playmakers. That's how you get to the state championship game. You got playmakers all over the field, including special teams. Yes. And if you want to see more highlight clips just like this that we've had every single week of the season so far, make sure you follow us on our TikTok. It's at BCSN Sports. We got highlight clips just like this every single week. You don't want to miss it. All right. We are getting really, really close. We're actually, we're technically kind of in the basketball season mm-hmm. already. We're finishing up football here on the podcast, but we're rolling into basketball this week, this Friday. We've got a slew of basketball games coming up. Game Day Nation is back for the basketball season this Friday, which means we're back for the student section yeah. of the week. The Unison Health student section of the week is coming back this week. So, student sections out there, make sure you show up, be loud, be proud, share your photos and videos with us at BCSN Sports on Instagram and Twitter, and use the hashtag SSOTW for a chance at the chain yes. coming up this season. We would love to bring it out to you. All right. Let's move on now. We mentioned at the top of the show our Friday Night Warriors taking a little you know, page out of the first team all BCSN basketball book, taking it over here to football. So, Justin, why don't you start us off here? Who are some of your top players from this season? All right, so our, our game day tailgate, uh, Pat Cachardo and Matt Kriegel, we did this with them. We've evolved it here to the podcast as well. So, had some parameters, five on offense, five on defense, one special teamer. And then you had to have a quarterback running back and a wide receiver and some linemen. And then defensively, at least one representation from the line, the linebackers and the defensive backs. So I got Grant Kennedy and Anthony Wayne. He's just been fantastic. You can run or pass. He'll find a way to win. Two playoff wins as well. He's only a junior. He's coming back. Isaac Sexton, school record holder for Southview when it comes to career rushing yards. District Division II co-offensive player of the year, 3,400 career yards. Javante Hill from Finley. One hand catch in week one, took it to the house, 90 catches, 1,257 yards, 18 touchdowns. Mark Nave from Central Catholic, University of Kentucky commit, D3 district lineman of the year, 6'4", 310, get out of his way. Dylan Robinson, Anthony Wayne, 6'3", 270, BGSU. This dude is strong. You just look at him, you go, oh, wow, I don't think I want a piece of him. 37 pancakes. I think he could eat 37 pancakes and then work it out and off with the workouts that he does that I'm told he does religiously. Defensively, Caden's Carswell, Dylan's uh, teammate there at Anthony Wayne, first team all NLL in the district, three-year starter at defensive tackle. He does it all. He, He was a pinch quarterback, pinch hitter quarterback. 
He can <laughs> whatever the coach Andy Brungard needed him to do, he did. Yes. Carswell, fun player. Napoleon Jemison, Whitmer linebacker, district defensive player of the year, first team all NLL, D1 prospect as a junior, 78 tackles, 17 tackles for a loss. Cole has some Division I suitors to decide upon. Trey Rubenstein from Napoleon. Dude is a highlight machine. He was on the 13 ABC Dave White Chevrolet Football Friday trifecta week after week. Fun player, interceptions, one-hand catches in the end zone off, offensively. He just has a nose for the ball, a ball hawk, winning plays. Luke Weirau from Finley, all NLL, first team all district, 104 tackles, 12 tackles for a loss, a defensive touchdown. Just a guy who grinds it out, uh, someone who can sets by example and leads by example, terrific player. Ryan Ruddy from Whiteford, dude is Mr. Everything, quarterback, tight end, defensive back, another ball hawk, state title seasons last year and then got to the state championship game. A lot of it because of Ryan Ruddy and what he brings. And then Taylor Thomas, the kicker for... Um, Perrysburg, just a real asset. Coach Dirk Connor said that he put in a ton of work in the offseason, and then it played out in the regular season. They scored a lot of points in the middle chunk of that season, did Perrysburg, and extra points, field goals, so on and so forth, uh, a reliable person. And when you're a high school kicker and you have a coach who has a reliable high school kicker, that is gravy absolutely. because yes. you know that you can score in multiple ways. Yes, I absolutely love it. Look at that's a fantastic list. All right. Well, Mike Rob, we've also got a list from you. So why don't you give us your Beat Friday that, Night Warriors? Beat hey, that. you know, I'll <laughs> give it a shot. I'll give it a shot. You know what? But if I'm taking my guys versus your guys, I'm taking my guys. Hey, um, you, you look at Ryan Montgomery. We already know who he is. Uh, just just uh, five star. That's what we're going to say. He's going to get his fifth star this offseason. Five-star quarterback. Uh, hopefully, uh, he flips his decision and go to Ohio State because we need some help there. In that <laughs> uh, but uh, Oh, boy. Uh, Braswell, obviously, Marquand Braswell shared the backfield with Tyler uh, Morgan. I mean, this kid, if, if he got uh, the full season reps at running back, he'd be a 2,000-yard rusher. Uh, multiple games with four-plus touchdowns. I mean, just a bruiser of a high school football player. Looking forward to seeing him on Friday. Daryl Barnett, he's a special athlete. You know, um, you want to put the ATH next to his name because there's nothing that he can't do. Uh, signature win versus St. Francis in the rain. Yes. Uh, what a game. That kid is just special. And then Elijah Williams, you know, another kid that's stand, stand next to Mark. Mark Nave over there at Central Catholic, a Kent State commit. I don't know that Kent State can hold on to this young man because his stock is going up, especially after this weekend. You'll see that this kid is just uh, as special as advertising. And Carter Lowe, we know one of the top linemen in the area. I mean, he's got his, uh, you know, he, he can pick wherever he want to go to college at, right, without a question. And then he's coming back next year, so Whitmer's going to be a fun team to watch. Michael Canning's on the defensive side. Been a baller for four years. Tough kid. You, you think he's going to graduate. And I always like to mention is Luke Montgomery said that this is the toughest kid that he's ever played against in high Ooh. school. So that that stands something. And then Jason Kelly, uh, obviously one of the top linebackers going down to OU. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you oh, know, you stole the head. words out of my mouth. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, I did it for you. I did it for you. I did it for you. And then uh, Victor Singleton, uh, super sophomore, you know, off of Central Catholic. You know, he's got uh, Division One offers from, I believe, Toledo, Kentucky, maybe Bowling Green, but he'll be a power five kid when it's all said and done. Marvon Thompson, a young player at start high school, you know, very impressed with him and Jonah Tall, you know, uh, but Marvon, he is a kid that is tough. He plays offense, defense, special teams, and he will come downhill and hit you. He is somebody special to watch, all district type of talent. And then Marvon Greenlee, you know, we just saw him in the clip of the yep. week. He can do it offensively, defensively, and even on special teams. Very special football player. I'll be surprised if he doesn't get scooped up by a Division One team in this offseason. And then special teams. 
Ramonte Coleman, I mean, we we can't forget about the tack and how well he's played all season long, making big plays in special like teams real. all the time, all year uh, offensively, defensively, and, uh, and, and you got to appreciate what Ken James was able to do and get out of him. Absolutely. Man, I love these lists. It's just making me think about all the amazing plays and these games we watched this season. It's been fantastic. So really good stuff, guys. I love it. All right. Well, taking a look back at the season that we've already been doing, let's take a look at our favorite moments that have happened from this season. Justin, I'll start with you. What is your favorite moment? What stood out to you as something that was really awesome this season? I'll give you three quick ones. Mike Robardi took one of mine. Daryl Barnett Jr. Scott's win over St. Francis in the Glass Bowl early on in the season. He just did whatever needed to be done. Mm -hmm. And before the rain came, found the end zone, two-point conversion, bada-bing, bada-boom, big win for the Bulldogs. Also bring up Ottawa Hills, Jack Perozek, touchdown versus Colonel Crawford in the playoffs. He caught the ball like maybe one or two yards beyond the line of scrimmage and then took it to the house with some juke moves. 6'3", 210, you think, yeah, I don't have juke moves. He's a big tight end kind of guy. He... He found his way to the end zone, and it wasn't just an easy ride. He he maneuvered his way, did get some blocks, obviously. It's a team sport, but found a way to the end zone. Fantastic play there. And then Clay's walk-off touchdown against Sandusky early oh, on yeah. in the season. Yep. Mason Heinchel to Hudson Byers, just put it up. He had a guy draped on him. Did Heinchel just put it up? Let your receiver go make a play. You don't see walk-off buzzer beaters, but you <laughs> really did in that game. So those were my three. I love it. Mike Rob, what you got? Uh, you know, I'll go with a couple moments. You know, just obviously watching the new City League, uh, the new, uh, I'm sorry, the, the Detroit Catholic League, and just seeing how that played out for our local teams and uh, seeing Central Catholic uh, surprisingly come out and win that thing. That was kind of cool. And then also another moment that was really cool to me was watching Perrysburg avenge their loss to Whitmer. I thought that was a special victory for them and their program to be able to battle back and get some revenge there. And then lastly, you know, I, I just think it was a great year for Ottawa Hills and Whiteford, you know, just lumping them two together, you know, uh, to to do what they did this year. You know, it, it just proved how rich the football is here in Northwest Ohio. And we can't forget about Liberty Center. They're playing for a state title too. Yeah, yes. it'll take on Perry. It's going to be di- – Number one versus number two. I mean, it's as good as it gets in Division 5. Those two teams have been top-ranked for a while now throughout the season. And special moments also. Shout-out to everyone here at BCSN, our Game Day Nation show, our Game Day Nation overtime show. Mike Robb, Mike Jewell, uh, Joel Sebastianelli, Mark Koontz, John Demodica, Nicole Weaving, Carly Ford, Brandon Carnes, Scott... Flowers and Chris Morgan just do a trend. I'm leaving people out as well. Apologies, but just a terrific team that we have here Great. to bring you sights and sounds on Friday night. It's unlike anything else. Yes. Uh, well, he's on the show. He's right here. So I appreciate uh, you, my guy. But uh, yeah, uh, just a great team to work with and uh, glad to be a part of it. Yes. And real quickly, I'm I'm also, I absolutely love the story of mommy this season. That is that's yeah. my personal favorite moment of this season. All right, let's quickly jump in now to our game of the week preview. All right, welcome into our Game of the Week preview brought to you by Chevy in Oregon. We've talked about football, now it's quickly time to get into basketball here. Let's just get some quick thoughts. We've got Start and Scott this week. Scott at Start, 7.30 on BCSN. Justin, what are we looking at in this big matchup? Yeah, with Coach Matt Wortham at Start. I mean, he has kind of been the guy, the coach for an extended period of time within the City League. There's been some coaching transition with the other five, six schools in the city league uh, with Lima senior joining now. So Lima senior, based on what they've done 
Coach Q down there has done such a great job. Uh, he coached his son a few years ago, but he has still had a, a continuous amount of talent with Lima Senior. So it's going to be a challenge for not only Start, but all the other teams in the City League. Uh, but with this matchup here, definitely I would say the top half of the City League going head-to-head here with Scott versus Start. Keith Tate at Start going against Matt Wortham. I think Start should be the favorite here. Uh, but we'll learn more and more about these teams as we progress forward, not only here with the podcast, but with Game Day Nation on Friday nights uh, with Rhett Boyd and Deion Thompson and, and Joel hosting there. So uh, we'll have live look-ins in this, and this will be uh, live on uh, BCSN and the app and each and all of our games on Friday nights on the app. Yes. Real quick thoughts, Michael. Yeah, what you just, got here? you know, Keith Tate, you know, when I was a head coach at Bowser, he was a head coach at Bowser as well, coaching basketball, and uh, he left to go coach Division Two ball, I want to say, in Arkansas and came back. Now he's at Scott. But you got to remember, he took that uh, – Bowser foot basketball team with Delonte Brown, Bryce Mitchell, and all those guys down the states. He had a really good team. He's a really good uh, basketball coach, and now going over there to Scott, he's got a good team. With uh, you know, you're going to see Daryl Barnett. We talked about him. You're going to see uh, Ray and the rest of these guys and Peter. So they got a really good basketball team. I think that Tate's going to uh, elevate this play of the Scott Bulldogs this year. All right, I like it. You guys can tune into that game live on BCSN 7:30 this Friday. But we got more games coming up this week. So Justin, real quick. Why don't you fly through what we got coming up this Friday? Yeah, in addition to that one is the game of the week. We're mixing. We got football coverage. We got boys oh, yeah. basketball. The and then hockey as hockey. well. So Woo. St. John's and Perrysburg on the ice at BGSU Slater Family Ice Arena. Then Woodward Waits, Anthony Wayne, Fremont Ross, Ottawa Hills, Toledo Christian, uh, Finley and Springfield. And then in our Erie market, SMCC at Huron. So it's that time of the year where we got mixtures of fall sports and winter sports. A lot to look forward to. Yes, you can tune in this Friday, 7 o'clock on the NLL Network, I believe, for Game Day Nation this week. Remember, we've got Central Catholic in Canton Friday at 3 p.m. I'll be there. Live on BCSN. Justin will be there. I'll be there. Mike yeah. Rob will be there. Oh, man, we're all going to be there. It's going to be a good time. We'll see you guys next week, December 6th at 4 p.m. on BCSN with the BCSN Nation podcast. We'll see you then.